You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show. We need Whitney here for the country music tonight. Of course, she's missing again. But welcome back, everyone. This is another Heart of Dixie After Show. This is Season 3, Episode 5, titled How Do You Like Me Now? I'm your host, Christine Archer, and these are my co-hosts. Hi, guys. I'm Michelle Renee. And I am Paige Sullivan. So we're going to start off at the very beginning of the show with what I guess is now like a love diamond. It was a love triangle with Zoe, George, and Wade. Now we have Joel thrown into the mix. Um, and yeah, so Zoe's now trying to be friends with George again, because he hasn't been very happy with her, I guess, really since the beginning of the season when she first went to his hotel room, um, and found him a complete mess in his hotel. Um, they really haven't talked much at all in the last few episodes. I think that's a good thing. When exes break up, I think some people need that space apart. They need you to just leave them alone. He's had his heart broken I wouldn't say three times because he left Lemon at the altar, but three relationships that have failed, he just needs, like, alone time. But I think he also needs to man up and stop blaming Zoe for the fact that he and um, Tansy's relationship didn't work. I agree. Because, I mean, he made the decision to kind of go after Zoe, and that's why it didn't really work, so... That's not Zoe's fault that she's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's not. And I think the weird thing about this whole situation now is that they weren't even really together. And even when yeah. they, like, sort of got together at the end of the last season, it was kind of out of nowhere. We didn't see it. I didn't see it coming, at least. Um, it kind of, I don't know, I think we all agreed that by the middle, really, of season two, there was just no chemistry whatsoever between mm-hmm. Zoe and Wade. And so now to have this kind of, like, turn back into a thing, kind of, see, is a I, weird. I don't see it as a thing. I honestly don't see it really as a love anything. I see her with Joel, and Wade really hasn't made any moves, and he hasn't tried to, you know, get her to leave Joel. And George doesn't even have any interest in Zoe. He's just mad at her. So in terms of, like, a love triangle or love square, diamond, whatever you would call it, I don't think the love part exists right now. I think for us fans who have seen the love triangle in the past, that's how we view it. But right now, the only person who loves Zoe is Joel. I agree with the George statement. I think, um, and we might get into this a little bit later, but Wade, Wade made a comment. Him. Yeah, Wade, and Wade made a comment to Zoe when Joel was drunkenly ziplining in the wilderness. Right. Um, basically, you know, saying like, oh, it sucks because everyone else is actually wrong here because you're still in love with me. But do you find that, I mean, I know his defense mechanism is always to tease her anyways, and he did that the whole first season before they were together. So we know Wade still loves her, but I don't think anything's happening right now there. I think that was more like a playful, friendly thing. I mean, I disagree. I think some, I mean, I don't think anything's actively happening because I think she's trying so hard to not make them happen, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. I mean, she's everything she does is to try to, like, boost up um, her boyfriend Joel and to try to keep her feelings for Wade, you know, at bay. So do you think she's, like, forcing herself to make Joel into the person she needs him to be so yeah. that she doesn't get so, with so Wade? So she doesn't get with Wade, mm-hmm. so she doesn't think about Wade, so she doesn't, 
you know, focus on all the great characteristics that she misses about him and all that jazz. Right. And I think in the next couple of episodes, because really we haven't seen much between even Zoe and Wade in the past for the beginning of this season. He kind of just backed off at the very beginning, didn't really say much to her, and we kind of see him, like, joke with her every now and then, but that's about it. So I think that the comment that was made tonight might kind of be setting us up for something to happen in the future. And this is also really the first... I, granted, she's had her issues with Joel the entire, all of season three so far, but I think this is the first time that she's really saying, you know, like, why doesn't Bluebell like you? Why aren't they, you know, as into this relationship as I am? And I think it might kind of be setting us up for something in the next maybe two, three episodes before the break where Wade will come back. I think George is done, but I think Wade will come back into the picture. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think George is definitely done. They've beat that, you know. But I feel like it's hard to expect a town who doesn't know Joel to fall in love with him and want them to be together when they know about George and they know about Wade. And I think that's kind of what they showed this episode. Nobody knows Joel or what he's like or what he's capable of. So the fact that they made Bluebell like him now, I feel like he's going to stick around for longer than any of us anticipated. I feel like I say that every after show, but I feel like his arc is getting longer and longer. Um And now, unless it's going to be the people fall in love with Joel and then Zoe upsets them by breaking up with him but i just don't i don't foresee it happening for a while i mean i think just zoe's problem i don't know if i'd call it a problem but (laughs) uh one of the issues that her character deals with that uh repeatedly gets her into trouble is this need for kind of like um what's the word she needs people to approve yeah yeah this need for approval um and it's just like if you really like this guy Joel, then what does it matter if the town does or doesn't like him? And that's yeah. what I think it goes back to. Um, the reason why she wants them to like Joel is so she'll have an excuse in her head uh, to get over Wade. Mm-hmm. To kind of justify her decision yeah, to, to, not, st- to, to not, not stay with him. Wade. And that's true. I think, I mean, we talked about this a lot last season and in season one as well. Her big issue is getting approval from people. Even in season one, when she first yeah. came to Alabama, her whole issue was she thought people were going to look down on her for being this, like, small-town doctor and not staying in New York and doing the big city thing. And I think she struggled with that in terms of her relationship with Wade as well. The whole issue was even her mom, I think. When we went back to season two, her mom saying, oh, you're dating the bartender, you know? And so she felt kind of ashamed of that. And I think she's kind of dealing with similar feelings with um, Joel this season. But what about what did you guys think about the the poll on Dash's website? <laughs> I feel like being in a small town, I can understand where everybody has a say in everything you do and they all have an opinion. And the poll, I mean, it's funny, it's laughable, but you can't take it too seriously. You have people, Dash is the one who runs these things. And when you look at what that poll was in the running with, what was, I don't remember what the other poll was, <laughs> but it wasn't of significance. So... I mean, I think it's funny. I don't think it's anything to get worked up over. Yeah. And it's just like small towns to create drama and gossip where there really isn't. And I think that's one of those situations. Like, there's not really a story here. But, I mean, I guess they picked the right couple to pick on because obviously it got Zoe, you know, concerned and it, you know... Well, created the storyline for the show. About. And they yeah. definitely do need drama. Even the little girls at the tween camp were like, we haven't had anything as dramatic as Lemon and George's wedding. So it's they're constantly feeding off of that drama and holding on to it and reliving it. Yeah. So. That was so weird. It was like a bunch of 13-year-olds making some like soap opera in their head. Of, but that's what you do when you're 13. That's what I did when I was 13. I didn't 13, do that when though. I was 13. I don't think I was that crazy. They were, was 13, that one was girl surprised. was like Miss Queen Bee there and just knew everything. Right. I feel like 
the problem is that their parents are... T- when I was a kid, my parents were telling me about the people who got left at the altar. Nobody told me that. So I feel like in Bluebell, everybody's talking. Everybody's warning each other about the person and their drama. So these kids are just feeding off of what the adults are saying. So it, it just shows how that small town vibe really affects all the layers of the community. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And we I, we kind of skip past a lot of things. But going back to the beginning, kind of, Zoe's trying to teach Joel to drive a car. Why? I don't really get it. I guess she just wants him to be a member of the community and everyone there well, drives. I don't know. It was very weird. He's taking cabs, which isn't – it doesn't make sense in a town like Bluebell. But my one – Walk. But, yeah, walk right. places. How far is it, like, to like get around mile. Bluebell? The only place maybe. I understand is Mobile, maybe. Everything is, like, a stone's throw away. Like right. I've never – we've seen Zoe in a car, like, twice. In the whole, like, the whole show. And that's when she's leaving Blue Or going somewhere. Right. Yeah. But I just found it very frustrating to me that Joel, he was standing up for himself, but at the same time he wasn't. He's like, shut that car off. Shut that car off. It's like, you know, you shut it off. If you don't want to drive the car, get out of the car. Get out of the car. She's not just making you sit there. Um, Yeah. Well, he proceeds to drive into the Reverend's car because apparently he can't even keep the car in park. I don't know. Um, but basically the Reverend decides as a trade-off if he and his wife can go have a romantic evening getaway, um, then Zoe and Joel, at least he thinks Zoe and Joel have to go to wilderness camp. What was it called? Wilderness, like tween. Tween camp. Wilderness tween. camp. I don't know. It sounds terrible and not like something that tween I would adventure want to camp. Adventure camp. Tween adventure camp. Mm-hmm. Apparently everyone in Bluebell's been because Wanda said that the girls were real mean there. Mean, they were yeah. kind of mean. They were scary. Um, but yeah, so Joel refuses to go because apparently he hates camping and heights. And I heights, don't, yeah. I think heights is his biggest thing. But what did you guys kind of think of that whole scenario with wilderness? I don't know. It was a little excessive. I didn't mind the camp, but I'm glad he stuck up for himself and didn't go. Yeah. I just think that it was too many schemes this episode for me to try to keep up with. Like, Lindley is still scheming a little bit or coming off of a scheme. Mm-hmm. Zoe is scheming with um the Joel. Re- I mean, yeah. with Joel, Wade, and everybody in the Reverend. And Meatball is scheming. Who else? Lemon is scheming. Cricket and her uh, like bells. Can anyone just have, like, a straight no. up, like, this no. is how I feel. This is what I want to happen. Would you mind doing this for me? It always has to be so, like, undercover. That would be too and easy, under- They get bored. They need something to entertain themselves. I mean, but it, four schemes in one episode? Like, sheesh. Yeah, it's a lot. There was also a lot of sex talk this episode. There like, was. with Wanda and Tom and, and the Reverend. And the Reverend. And the Reverend. And I was under the impression the Reverend, Reverend was like Brick's age for some reason. I felt like they were pals, but the Reverend has like infant twins, oh, yeah, which I found. That was I was like, hmm, waited until later in life to have children. Yeah. I mean, to each and their You talk own, about right? sex a lot to be a Reverend. Yeah. Making out with your wife at the bar. They had a great time, we saw when they got back. So good for them, I guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so wilderness camp happens. They end up, the Reverend talks George into going. How he talked George into going when because George I, likes the reverend. That's true. He felt bad not letting him have his evening alone. I guess, but and it's um, good boy George or whatever. What do they call him in the town? Well, they're like Golden Boy George. Golden yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. Golden Boy George. They all say he's the best guy around. He's the nicest guy. So George Tucker, and, and nobody calls him George. It's always George Tucker. George Tucker, first last name. That no, that's totally how it goes. Yeah, I feel like if you 
think of that stand-up admirable yeah. guy in your hometown. It's he's, George Tucker. It's he's on a first and last name basis. That's true. It's <laughs> yeah. more, yeah, much like a dominant name. The only time they say Wade Kinsella is when he did something bad. It's like I heard Wade Kinsella slept with my girlfriend in the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's true. Well, I guess so. They go to wilderness camp, and instead of I don't instead of going to the camp, Joel decides to go get drunk at like two in the afternoon. I don't really know what that was. About. What else is there to do? I mean, I mean, write your book or something. Doesn't he have a job? I think he's a wealthy writer. I think he's extremely wealthy from his other books. That's the impression I've got. And I also wonder, they're living in a new home. It doesn't look like the motel anymore. Where are they living? They didn't really address that. No. I don't know. Because somebody... Decide maybe they upgraded to a bed and breakfast or something. I don't know. Like, they're not <laughs> maybe they updated to a, upgraded to a suite and they're <laughs> I not... I think it's just a nicer room in the same hotel because... that... It's not her old room. No, because Lindley's living in her old room. Right, so... A little confusing, but I don't know. So, Joel shows up drunkenly. Wade, like, DD'd him there because he thought that was a good idea, Well, apparently. it all sparked because Dash decided to... Well, Dash was telling Lindley the story of why George Tucker is so damaged, and, you know, Joel just happened to hear the story of Zoe and George, and which sparked his second act of Zoe's love life. Or he doesn't want to be the second act. He wants to be the third act. That's, yeah. Well, he's about to be out of the play altogether, if you ask me. So, <laughs> and Christine's opinion. <laughs> in my opinion. Um, but yeah, and we already kind of said Wade made that comment once, uh, Joel, I couldn't think of his name. Joel was ziplining through the woods. I'm surprised he didn't fall, or at least didn't hurt himself too badly. He got stuck up there, but. I don't know how he, he did okay stuck. for himself. I feel like he just I had to let go. Like, I think he wouldn't let go. I let go. Like, what, like, like Titanic. I'll never let go. <laughs> Can they have this kid, like, excel at something? No. Like, writing. That's, That's the, the only point, thing. though. It's I think like, they I know it is. To. And it's just, it's so sad. Cause, I know. But I'm learning to like him. I don't know. No. I, I, I personally do. I like him and I like Wade. George, I find very whiny right now. I feel like he's poor me. I think that's what this whole episode was about him getting over it, but mm-hmm. it was very much, you ruined my life. You did this. You did that. You're a grown man. You're a lawyer. You know how to make decisions and to analyze them and make good choices. Yeah. And you chose not to. Yeah. It's not that I dislike Joel individually as a person, but I just feel like when he's juxtaposed with Zoe and then when that's juxtaposed with the other relationship she's had with the other men it just makes me dislike him right but individually he's okay he's not a bad guy I'm sure he would be a nice neighbor to have right if he was a reoccurring character and he wasn't Zoe's boyfriend I would like him exactly but I think yeah he's also just not very fitting for Zoe in particular I think maybe if we saw him with Maybe even like not. I we all love Tom. I think, but if he was with Wanda or someone like that, who kind of has more of a quirky personality, I guess. I think it might be better. I think it's just with Zoe, it doesn't make any sense. But none of it makes sense with Zoe. You know, the person she made sense with was George, but the person we all wanted to be with is Wade, which doesn't make sense really in terms of writing it down on paper. I think Joel makes more sense than Wade. He's a successful writer. He's a New Yorker. He gets her. Like she says, they have the same kind of sense of humor. And I think religion, because neither of them go to church. Um, and he said it was his first mass. So she's Jewish. I'm assuming he was Jewish. Just an assumption. But they have a lot Is in mass common. mass Jewish? No. No. He said he went to his first mass when the reverend said that love thy neighbors thing. At the end of this episode, he went to his first mass. Okay. He said, good job, Reverend. It's the first one I've seen. Okay. And she said what she said. She was like, mazel tov. Yeah, so, she did. Okay, <laughs> I don't so know. Yeah, so I'm assuming they're both Jewish. But I just feel like now on paper, they make sense. And it no longer has to be George. Joel's the guy who makes sense for her. 
On paper, yes. On paper. In yeah. real life, not at all. But she's quirky too. I don't know why you th- She's quirky, <laughs> I mean, but not not like not Joel's type of quirky, I don't think. In yeah. my opinion, at least. Yeah. Jonah, what happened to him? Well, he landed a different <laughs> he pilot. He made sense a little bit. <laughs> a little. He made sense until he got on another show. And he had to leave. I mean, we lost a lot of people this season. We lost Magnolia and Shelby and Jonah. Rose. 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 She's well, she's there, she was there for a on second. and off. And so I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. That storyline probably would have gone somewhere if he didn't book the other show, I'm thinking. That's true. Because they did, yeah, it was kind of, I mean, it was convenient that she went to New York and they could kind of just leave him there and never have him come back if they didn't want he to, He's going to come back. I think he'll One definitely day. come back. Maybe. If there's just something even, with Brick or Even just like a, a, a small role for That's like true. one episode. For an episode, I can see it. Well, let's talk about um, George and Lindley, who was back this episode. In my opinion, oh. okay, I agree, but I think she no. was... I think she was less annoying this episode than she was before. I find her more annoying. I find the way she acts to be very childish. She's like, oh, you like me? Oh, you think I'm funny? But she oh, is a child. I'm sad. She's 25 years old. She's not Isn't a child. No, no. They, they said she was 25, which is what blows my mind because I feel like she acts like a high schooler. She does. Not true. She's, I was thinking she was younger for some reason. But I think compared to George and just in terms of life experience, like she's studying for or was going to study for the LSAT. He's been a lawyer for how many years now? You know, like, she, I think, is still kind of immature and young and doesn't really seem like she's had a job. She's living with her. Even the way she says, my parents sent me here to have some good, clean fun. It's like, when you're 25, why are your parents sending you places? And, I mean. I mean, I think that, number one, they make a cute couple together. Like, whenever they're, like, sitting in the Mm -hmm. little uh, bar playing the little trivia game or whatever. I was like, oh, they look nice beside each other. Um, and while they're not really the best couple, it's like have fun with Mr. Right till you find Mr. Have fun with Mr. Wrong till you find Mr. Right. And neither one of them really have anyone else better right now. So why not YOLO? YOLO. I agree YOLO for like hooking up and stuff. I don't want to see a relationship. I feel like, especially after getting out of a relationship with Lemon and then the Zoe thing and the Tansy thing, maybe George should just be single. Just like Lindley said, why does George Tucker suck so bad at relationships? It's because he's never not been in a relationship. He doesn't know well, what to do. it's been a while since Tansy. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. We say like well, six months Tansy, or right. seven months. That's true. And he jumped to Tansy pretty quickly after Lemon. Or Zoe. Slash Zoe. Zoe. And then he went on the road. And, like, he wasn't facing reality for a while. I don't know. He said he was on the road for like a month or something. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like George should be single. And if he's not single, he should just be hooking up with her and not – dating her. But he knows that's, I mean, LaVon. Well, he won't do it. George wouldn't. I mean, if anything, it has to be a relationship and that's what they're setting it up to be. And she's pushing for that. She's... Yeah, what did she say? at the end, what did she say? I'm going to wear him down. Wear you down. Um, Okay, Lindley, best of luck with that. But, like, I don't... She's a little... little Desperate. It's a little little That That... Her immaturity, I can deal with because there's a lot of people on the show that are a little immature and Mm kind of quirky. But her her desperation especially because those two things don't go together Mm-mm. like being immature and naive don't go with being like a harlot that's like throwing yourself on well, that's this the thing. man you're acting immature but then you show up and try and seduce him and then you tell him you're gonna wear him down yeah i don't like that uh. you had to pick one or the other for us to like you i feel like having two you know kind of crappy qualities makes it harder for people to like her and i thought she was dropping the act this episode because she was acting a little bit more mature and she was playing the trivia and laying off the whole trying to date him but the minute they're alone she's like oh 
well, I'm going to wear you down. Like, That's know. true. I, yeah, and I guess when I, really when I say she's less annoying <laughs> this episode, I guess I meant for that small period of time where she was the beginning. acting the like beginning, a normal yeah. person for like a second, not all over George. I was like, oh, okay, maybe, you know, she wasn't in the last episode. So I was like, maybe she had her week or however long she was away, you know, mm-hmm. separate from George and separate from LaVon and kind of came back with a different attitude towards the whole thing. But mm-hmm. then, like you said, we saw the second that they were alone together, she's back at the same thing she was before. I, I feel like the characters on this show were set up to dislike them, and then they evolve over time and we like them more. I, I feel maybe for me with, like, Lemon. We didn't like her. Mm-hmm. We didn't approve of the things she did. But now she's one of my favorite characters. She's one of the most normal, down-to-earth characters on this show that I feel like I can relate to. And... I think they're doing the same thing with Joel and same thing with Lindley. We don't like them. And I think they're they're wearing us down so that we learn to like them and enjoy their qualities and their storylines. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if they – I mean, Lemon is a main character, so I feel like they had to do that with her. But with these two people, I don't – I don't know. These two characters, I don't think that they're... I don't know. I feel like they did lose people. You know, they lost Magnolia and Shelby and Jonah, who did play significant... They weren't, you know, the stars of the show, but they played significant roles, and they're gone now. So there has to be some sort of conflict or people that we're either rooting for or against. So I don't... I don't know if we'll love them, but I feel like they'll develop more before we completely write them off. I could see myself definitely being more... I mean, they're not really against each other, so it's not team one or the other. But in terms of who I can see growing more as a character that I like, I would say Lindley mm-hmm. versus Joel. I agree. I think team Lindley. I mean, it's kind of like picking. I don't know, pick the best of the worst. I, I guess. Know, it's like, in this case. Yeah. But do you guys? So do you guys think that? Because I think Michelle, you last week said you think that there will be some. Did you say a relationship between George and Lindley, or just something will happen? Or am I? confusing. I no, I said that. that. I think I Michelle did say said that. that. Um, no, I think that they're going to have a relationship. I, I, I agree. Do. They're setting it up like that. That's you know, the way are. it looks. I, and I called it before this episode. You did. She did. I was so good. I thought, and you it, are good. It, you could kind of tell, like, George was sort of coming around to her a little bit. I mean, he asked her to hang out again, and then she referred to it as a date later, which at first I was like, okay, she's being her crazy self again. But then George also said to someone, I'm forgetting who it was but he said you know i was supposed to have a date tonight so the fact that they both were he i don't know when he first asked her he didn't really make it sound he yeah. was like let's go throw or play darts like yeah. he made it he said let's do have some more good clean fun together so i thought maybe it was a friendship developing but they both saw it as a date right yeah and i mean even if they go into it thinking that it's a friendship she obviously is very needy she's demonstrated that and george has too so i think that just naturally they're going to become more just because that's how their personalities are. I honestly, I feel like they're going to end up in a relationship, but for some reason I almost see Lindley moving on from George because she's young. She doesn't, probably doesn't really know what she wants in life. I mean, I feel like we're all around 25 and I don't know what I want in life. So this is just a period. She was sent to live with LaVon. She was sent to just kind of have some good clean fun. This will be her figuring out her life and then leaving. Is yeah. what I think. I hope so. I mean, she's definitely not going to stick around for that long. I hope so. So I, I would agree. I wouldn't think so either. But at this point, I thought Joel would have been gone. Like, at least we were all like, oh, two three, episodes. <laughs> three or four, like, at most. And it's now episode five going into six. And I don't think he's leaving anytime soon. So 
I think we'll see him after the new year. I think so, too, unfortunately. Um, well, let's go ahead then and talk about Lemon, because she was the other big mm-hmm. character in this episode. So she and Levon made a deal. Um, Lemon, obviously, the last episode had this one night, not even one night stand, but this, this thing with Peter, who's the news producer, who, of course, left town conveniently. Um, and then Levon is looking to help Blueball get on the cover of what was it? Al- Gazebos. Gazebos of Alabama, which apparently is a magazine there. Of course it is. Because, yeah. yeah, I guess that's not surprising. Um, so they make a deal and Levon says that he'll help her find Peter if she will help them get on the cover. Well, she says no when he first asks mm-hmm. and, um, and she, I feel bad because she runs into Cricket and I always forget the other girl's name, but they are, calling her boyfriend fake and then Meatball overhears and thinks the boyfriend's fake so he wants to win her back. But poor Lemon, it you know, she lied one time and it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf. They're always yeah. going to think this guy's fake until they see him in the flesh. But I mean, she's out of the bells. You made her clean the sidewalk. She's single. You guys don't like her. Why do you have to keep going after her? Especially when Cricket's supposedly one of her oldest and best her friends. friends yeah. I agree. I think they've given her a little too much for, she didn't even really do anything. It was kind of ridiculous that she ever got kicked out in the first place and then now everyone's just being mean to her. But maybe it's just like years of torment from her that they have let built up and build up and they never were able to say anything. So now it's their chance to mm-hmm. like retaliate. She has that could be you the know? power. Yeah. yeah. You kind of saw the bell. I can't remember. I don't think we know her name, but one of the bells say when I, I think they like had vines in there or something. Kudzu was, or kudzu. Yeah, I don't kudzu. know what it was called, but whatever it was that was going to kill the flowers. And one of the girls said like this would never have happened under Lemon's reign. First of all, the fact that she said Lemon's reign is bad enough because she's not yeah. the queen. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think they kind of see that Cricket's not necessarily necessarily the leader that Lemon was, at least. Cricket also doesn't seem to be leading. She seems to be... It seems like she's a puppeteer. They're, like, telling her what to do. And so she's just going with it, whereas, you know, Lemon was the brains behind the operation. And even if they had to deal with her being a psycho... She got got it done. She got things done. And she did a good job, and I think they kind of realized that in this episode. But... Poor Meatball. I mean, kind of poor Meatball, but also poor Lemon for having to deal with Meatball all the time. He's just, like, professing his love to her everywhere. He Did, did he chain himself to the gazebo? Yes. But that's because she told him to. The bell, I had the one, I forget her name. She told Meatball. She's like, oh, you know, if you want to get her attention, I know how. It's like you're sabotaging yourself. That was just not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. But he does it, and in the end, he actually gets what he wants, which is a kiss from Lemon. And they get on the cover. And they get on the cover. So everyone's happy except for... Although, you know what? Lemon was actually really okay with it. She, like, seemed... When she what? talked to Levon, she was like, that's a great picture. And she took it pretty well. Everybody so. already knows she was sleeping with him. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I know, that's true. a kiss. Uh, true. Uh, but, like, nonetheless, I mean, you really... Once, like, that's out there and you try to, like... I mean, she, she admitted to it, but I think at past that point tried to, like, keep her distance from Meatball. Um, so once you do that, do you really want to give people the idea that maybe it's turning back into something or? I don't feel bad for her though that Meepo was trying to win her back. You slept with him for months on end. You broke it off because you had to find a good man for you to marry. Mm-hmm. Any guy who gets broken up with like that or thinks he's being broken up with the love of his life is gonna fight for it. Yeah. That's She's true. the little print town princess. She's really attractive, relatively speaking, compared to Meatball. I mean, I don't think Meatball is unattractive. I, I just think either. they, they present him in a, yeah. like a grungy way. But when they clean him up, which that's one of my predictions, I already predicted a few weeks <laughs> ago, but they are going to clean him up. Then, you know, he'll be, he'll be great. But I mean, she obviously 
he holds her in such high esteem just because of who she is that it's I agree that it would be hard for any man to face rejection like that. So do you guys think this Peter storyline is that was that it? Or yeah. For of? now, I think. Yeah. They made it I, I can't tell. At first I really thought that it was going to turn into something next episode. But then when she kind of said, you know, it was perfect the way it was, I don't want to try to recreate it. I'm not so sure, but I, I kind of feel like I, I don't think they could have just brought him in like that just for one episode. I think it's going to be more. I think it's he's going to come back because why would they like use two episodes to like focus around him? Like in other instances mm-hmm. where we've seen this kind of like one time character come in and out. They're in there for one episode. They leave and we move on and have a different storyline the next week. Last week, we met him. This week, we're still talking about him. So I think they're building it up for him to come back. I, I agree that he'll come back. I don't think it will be soon. Because the way she said it, yes, she wants to leave it be because it was a magical night. I think the point is, Lemon's always forcing relationships. With George, mm-hmm. she was forcing that marriage, even when they both knew they weren't happy. And she tried to force things after that every guy she dates she's looking to marry so this is the one thing where she didn't screw it up by trying to change it and by trying to make it something more than it was so this is her chance to kind of be the adult take a step back live her life and i think he will enter again i don't think she will pursue it i agree i can see that happening i hope he comes back though because i think he was a good fit for lemon and i like him speaking and i like him too yeah Big fan of One Tree Hill. Yeah, I was going to say, One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. You I got feel like me anyone who's watched that is a big fan of <laughs> right. Robert Buckley, right? That's his name, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert Buckley. Should we do predictions? Sure. I'm sorry. News and gossip. I'm like completely off track. News, here. And, news gossip. and gossip. And then news and gossip. Of course. Okay. Well, according to fanshare.com, uh, they have said that McKaylee Miller, who plays Rose on Heart of Dixie, is one to watch for. Um, she not only is on Heart of Dixie, but she's been working on some other projects and is going to be appearing in an upcoming film um, called Wish I Was Here. Um, she's going to be starring alongside Jim Parsons, Kate Hudson, and Ashley Green in the Zach Brath film, uh, which is based on a struggling father who's about 35 years old and he's dealing with finding his purpose in life. Um, amidst his, uh, you know, family and struggles and all that jazz. Um, so yeah, moving on, uh, Ross Phillips, who is Tom Long on the show, is also working on other projects and he has just landed a spot on Fox's mid-season sitcom. It's called Enlisted. It's an army sitcom slash comedy. Um, so you can look out for Ross in that. And last but not least, Us Magazine. Uh, had Rachel do, Rachel, we're on a first name basis, Rachel Bilson do an interview <laughs> on the 25 things you didn't know about me. Uh, some of the things that she said that I thought were funny and quirky, just like her character Zoe on Heart of Dixie, is that, uh, she can rap every word of Snoop Dogg's Ain't No Fun. Uh, and that is a pretty catchy song. <laughs> um, her number one restaurant is Benihana. Uh, so in case you want to try to, you know, catch a photo with her or stalk her, Eat like I, guess you, I guess you know uh, where to find her in Los Angeles. And Benihana is a really good restaurant, too. Um, Poetic Justice was her favorite movie in sixth grade, which that's a little bit young for Poetic Justice. Um, and last but not least, uh, Lucille Ball is her idol. So, yeah, if you want to see all 25 things, you have to head over to usmagazine.com. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any so, of yeah, this. yeah, and that's my news and gossip. There we week. go. All right, let's do prediction. After Buzz TV News. There we go. Now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, who has one? Any I, good ones? Meatball, they're going to clean them up. 
It's my prediction. Again. <laughs> She's like, round two. They're going to do it. Um, I think that we're not going to see Peter for a while, and Zoe and Joel are going to be in a good place next week. I don't think there's going to be any drama with that. Um, but I don't have any serious predictions right now. I feel like everybody's kind of at a standstill. Maybe we just need an episode where there is no relationship drama and there is no friend drama where it's just learning about the people of Bluebell. But I don't know if that's possible. I think you're out of luck because it looks like in the preview for next week, Annabeth's parents are coming to town. So Ooh, the in-laws. That could be mm-hmm. the almost in-laws. Um, so that could be interesting. I don't. I think parents are always that's a big step, and especially since we're not really sure kind of where Levon stands with their relationship after the whole like you know Reversal. engagement slash like actually we're just going to watch a movie on a big screen situation. Mm-hmm. It, I think it kind of left us all wondering really how serious he was about it. Um, and to now have her parents coming to town and you see in the previews, her dad says like, why does he have a key to your apartment? And then she has to tell her parents that they're living together, which is potentially a very touchy subject, especially if they've never met him before. They might not have even known that they were dating. So I think that could cause, so in their relationship at least, maybe some drama. Maybe, but I do think he is serious about it, but he jumped to propose last season. And it kind of blew up in his face. I think he's hurt and he's just taking his time. I do think he wants to marry Annabeth. I I don't see it happening anytime soon. But I – oh, prediction. I did want to say maybe Wanda will get pregnant this season because the way her and Ross were talking about sex and the reverend, maybe she'll get pregnant and we'll we'll get a little storyline there. Not right away. Someone needs to have a baby on the show. Like, it's kind of weird. You know, they're all like of the age where they should be having kids. And that's what people do in small country towns. Right. They should have had kids 10 years ago at this point. Yeah. Zoe and Brooke need to start delivering some babies. We need to get some action in there. I think that would be a good twist in the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you next week. All right. Um, We'll make sure to go to iTunes also and rate and comment and let us know what you thought of our after show today and what your predictions are for next week's episode. And in the meantime, I'm Christine Archer and you can find me on Twitter at C Archer. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Michelle Renee LA. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Paige Sell. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 